0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Glowing Manatee Barbecue Podcast.
1: Mm, nothing like some manatee barbecue.
0: Scrumptious, it is good, delicious. Man.
1: It's the fat that does it. It's it really the, is. Uh, it, it really, really is. is
0: good. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be uh, talking about uh, all kinds of endangered species that make wonderful barbecue. Absolutely. Because
1: that's what we're about in GMB, supporting the slaughter of endangered
0: species. I mean and the apocalypse say, is coming. Yes, yeah. yeah, right we may as well, we may as well just urge it forth, in my Absolutely. opinion.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and I think I'm an do.
0: accelerationist. Accelerationist, yes. <laughs> uh, uh. We so, can combine
1: though, we could combine those species into the ultimate burger, though. That would can. be pretty good. That'd be good. That
0: would be good. Uh yeah. Um there there used to be a, a burger. Um I think Square Barrels in Honolulu still does this. I, I always enjoyed it. They uh they had uh it was the Inception burger. It was pork inside beef inside oh. venison or something like oh, that. I don't even remember. It was oh, like wow. three layers of meat and it was it was incredible. Like you That's need That's a great
1: name for it though.
0: I like you that. You need that in your life. Yes, you do. All right, and yes. But anyway, Yeah. So let's get into this because this is a good topic. This is something uh, requested by our, our kind of community here. Um, we have a lot of people ask about this, how to combine different things, different kinds of training, different goals, uh, how to put these things together um, in a way that's actually going to work. And this is something that, you know, we all have different interests in things that we wanna do. Uh, but so it's it's almost never as simple as just like start a program and do the things on that list, right? Because uh, we all have schedules, we all have things that are going to conflict with the way most programs are written. And so we need to make adjustments. And this is something yeah. that like almost all of our clients have dealt with. It's not new. Uh, our coaching team has adjusted programs for many thousands of clients. yes. This is something that we're good at, something that we've done a lot. We've had questions. How do I make integral strength fit around doing BJJ three times a week? Yeah. How do I work elements in around my CrossFit sessions? Yeah. (laughs) How do I do R1 while I'm training for uh, climbing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so this is not unique, it's built into all of our programming. you know, how to make things adaptable. It might not always be obvious, but it's something that's really core to the things that we make. And so we're really good at this thing. And uh, so today we're going to share some like basic guidelines about this and some of our tricks for making things fit and how to think about it so that you can take your main training program, any supplemental training you're trying to do, activity stuff, and you can do all of them 100%.
1: Absolutely, just put it all together. And just make it into the ultimate kitchen sink
0: program right and so yeah before before we get into the specifics i just i do want to say that because you know the way some people ask us we've had so many people ask us before for this you know you know how do i combine all the programs together and make (laughs) well-rounded workouts well one if you have a program that isn't giving you well-rounded workouts, it's not a good program. Right, right. Just because right. you look at a program and you don't, see, you don't see a pulling exercise or something doesn't mean that you're not working those kinds of movements, right? Yeah. Uh, so most good programs are well-rounded. You don't need to add anything to them to make them make well-rounded right? Absolutely. If you don't trust the person you're buying the program from to make a good program. And if you think you can make a better program, then save your money and make a better program. But if you're asking people on the internet, how do I make a better program? Well, here's a hint. You don't know what you're fucking doing. <laughs> Just buy a program and follow it. Trust um, in the
1: process. That's a big right. thing. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's very good. Um, and that also goes Back to the fact that a lot of people will start a program, and um, like you said, maybe there's not a pulling exercise in there, and after two weeks, they decide that they're going to jump to another program, and then they jump to another program, and they don't give that program enough time to actually see what's going on. And really, I mean, it comes down to the goal. And looking at cycling, we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. cycling your sessions, your workouts, your themes, your goals, uh, as well as focusing really on this one thing at a time and trusting in that process and giving it due due diligence and taking the time and spending the time to work through the program and get those results, then moving on to the next thing. And this is kind of what we're also going to be talking about a little bit today, but we have done other podcasts Specifically tackling uh, cycling, as well as uh, specific uh, training for particular skill sets. So go through those uh, podcasts and check those out. So first off, just like uh, Andy said, you know we've all got we've all got different interests and different hobbies, and so the thing is, is really we want to take a look at is why do you really want to combine these certain you know training protocols, okay? Um, maybe it's a fact that you're just interested in a lot of different stuff and that's not a bad thing. I mean, that can be a great thing. And later on in the program here, I'm going to give you some examples of how I actually combine things, but really, um, just need to take a look at the real reason behind you wanting to combine things. And so, um, is it going to help the type of training that you're doing right now, your main focus? So for example, let's say that you're doing, um, running, that you're a runner and um you want to combine or let's say you're a marathon runner okay but you just feel you know it'd be good to add in sprints it'd be good to add in uh, rowing it'd be good to add in all these other different things just because you think it's going to help your running when in fact maybe just focusing a bit more on your running is what you really need but if it's a matter of just looking at like you want to do some other things um i, I get that that's really cool but like yeah. Andy said Simply trying to combine programs together, honestly, is not going to be your best bet. And the reason for that is it's going to take away um, the purpose of why that program was created. It's going to just really muddy up the waters. And, um, you know, there will be no clarity in terms of where you're really going uh, when you're working on that.
0: So, yeah. And yeah. like you, you mentioned something really good. If you are doing something and you see something that you want to try and you just want to, you just want to try it for fun, right? Like if you are, you know, if you're a martial artist and it's summer and you have access to a pool and you want to do some swimming, yeah,
1: you
0: yeah. know, that's great. That's something that's enjoyable. You don't have to devote training time to swimming or really worry about that that's Mm -hmm. just an activity you can do that is yes it's active and it's exercise but it's something that you can make fun right if you're you know if you're a marathoner and you just want to you know do a little bit of weight training because you feel better if you're stronger that's absolutely cool but don't don't get yourself caught like you know thinking that you need to do everything you see in an Instagram post, whether or not it's related to the, the actual goals you have, right? So the, the problem Absolutely. starts when people are like, well, my main goal is, uh, is to, you know, really build up my, my back strength. Uh, but I also want to be explosive and it's super important to me that i be able to do the splits and I'm concerned about my endurance, uh, also, I'm training for a Spartan race, and uh, my doctor told me that I need to reduce my cholesterol, uh, so I'm really concerned with cardiovascular health at the same time. Um, so how do I fit that into my powerlifting program? And the answer is, you just need to step back, son.
1: Yeah, you need to sit down on the sofa and, and ponder a little bit about uh, what's Think going about on your behind. life. Yes, yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, and this is the thing, I mean, you know, we're joking about this, but these are actual emails that we get. A person right. saying, hey, listen, I really want to focus on the planche, but I also want to get my one arm chin up. I also want to get my dragon squat uh, at the same time, you know, whatever. You know, and I'm just, oh okay, great. And, uh, you know, on yeah. top of that, you're doing heavy deadlifts and stuff like that. The thing is really, you know, like we said, you know, taking a step back, sitting down on the sofa, and doing some pondering. Think about what is your your main thing? What is your main focus? Now, the main focus, to be honest, can actually be, you know, your activity. Let's say um, you're a CrossFitter or you do martial arts or, yeah, that running example we do where you're, you know, looking at the marathon. Cool. Okay. That's your main thing. That's really your main thing. And so make your main thing your main thing. And the other stuff that you're going to combine to it look at it simply as supplemental exercises. It's like food. I mean, what is the main thing you're eating? Okay. Make sure that you're doing that and getting enough nutrients from that before you start taking additional supplements like creatine or whatever else that you think you just need, because you saw an advertisement, as they say in the Europeans and uh, in the Europas, you know, focus on the stuff that you really need to be focusing on first.
0: So, right. If you go to a burger place and you ask for a burger and they bring out a plate and you get like a slider sized burger and the plate is completely covered in fries, you've got like two pickle slices and like a little side salad. How well you're in the wrong burger place. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but this is what everyone tries to do with their training is they yeah. say, well, my, you know, I'm going to order a burger. My main focus is getting stronger and then they cover the plate up in all these fucking yeah. side dishes. Yes. Yes. Right? There ain't no room for a burger left anymore. That's absolutely
1: right. It's, it's, it's like going to your favorite Mexican place and you're looking forward to that burrito, but you end up getting full on the, on the chips, you know?
0: We've never, I'm a sucker for some good salsa, man. We've I just can't done, stop.
1: Oh, I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, so so let's come back to this. So, again, what is your main focus? And that's really what we're talking about here. Yep. Um, you know, decide really what, once you have that main focus, decide what you need to be working on, okay? Now, again we're not now we're, we're moving beyond talking about simply like doing something because, oh, maybe I just want to do it for fun. We're, we're beyond that. We're now looking at your main focus thing, whether it's start with the essentials. Yeah. The essentials. Now we're looking at, okay, what do you need on top of that? If anything, Mm -hmm. but let's say you do need something. Okay, great. What is that going to do to help you with your main goal and your main skill? Now, Here in GMB, we like to look at it, keep it pretty simple. So we're looking at three things. We're looking at strength, we're looking at flexibility, and we're looking at control. And so what we're going to do then is we're simply going to say, okay, what are one of those things, those themes that we can choose in order to help us for that thing that we need? So if we're doing, you know, martial art, we can look at, okay, do we need better strength for that? Do we need better flexibility or do we need better control? And later on, we're going to give specific examples of like what yep. you can look at with that. But, but the thing is, is usually that doesn't mean adding a full program on top of that. It could. And I, you know, an example would be, let's say you're doing your martial art and you're doing like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and you're not doing any other training outside of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You could use a program that we have elements to help you with that. Okay. But the thing is, is it's not just trying to cram a bunch of stuff on the top. But generally, if you're looking at focusing on just one of those different things, it's not going to be a full program on top of a full program. It's going to be pieces of that program or standalone supplemental movements or components of that that are going to be able to help you with
0: that. Right. And this sounds simplistic. And that's because it is. It's by design. Like we said, first, you're we're talking about main and supplemental. So first you have to decide what is important for your main stuff. Right. And you know, a lot of times people say, well, I'm in, it's just general fitness, right? That's great. So general fitness means different things to different people. And for you at this point in your life, right? What does that mean? Does that mean working on your endurance? Does that mean losing some weight? Does that mean getting stronger? Does that mean trying to improve your movement quality your mobility. What does general fitness mean to you? And make that your main thing and let that be your main core program. Then what we're saying is for supplemental stuff, you look for what what main kind of theme will help you accelerate that program the most, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's and a good point that's that you brought why, up about the general yeah, fitness. Yes,
1: yes. Right. And so yes. that's
0: why for supplemental stuff, yes, it can be very simplistic right? Because you're only trying to add the minimum necessary thing to add a little bit of traction to your main thing.
1: Absolutely. Um, one of the questions that we got was like a person looking how, you know, they're doing a particular program and mm-hmm. that program for them wasn't as intense as they thought it could be. And so how they, how can they intensify that by adding other things to it? Sometimes it could be simply well, actually, this is a lot of times. It's as simple as just saying, okay, let's reframe the way that we look at the current thing we're doing. So it's not that we're going to add other things into it. It's at different points in that program, we reframe it. So it could be, for example, when you're performing your, your conditioning component of that particular program, you simply work on taking the intensity up higher. Okay. Or for example, spending more time going through the mobility portion of that particular program that you're doing. So it's not that you're adding other things in there, you change the way that you're viewing that particular program in order to address the issues that you feel that you need.
0: Okay. Right. And I'll be honest, man, my idea of you know intensity is that when I go to Mr. Donut, I get the old fashioned with cinnamon instead of the regular old fashioned donut that's pretty hardcore. I know. I know. But with that said though, (laughs) some days I go to the gym and I'm feeling really good. And I, you know, I, I understand the feeling you just want to put in more effort, right? Oh yeah. yeah. What I, what I do on those days is I basically, I just go from one thing. I cut my rest times down a lot and I go from one thing right into the next just keep going. And you know, if you, if you're doing three sets of something like I'll do, you know, my specified reps on the first t- couple of sets. And then on the third set, I'll just do as many reps as I can.
1: Yeah. Rep this out is, the last
0: set or something. These are, and yeah. these are easy ways. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to add anything. Absolutely. Again, it's that
1: reframe. This is something, of course, we talk a lot about in GMB and a lot of people think that we're always telling people to back off and relax. I'm like, no, if you're feeling good that day, you should hit it harder. You yeah. should. And, and, and how do you do that? Just like what you said, it could be, you know, during that period of time that you're performing a particular exercise, you either go up a progression to make it harder, make the load more difficult, whatever you mm-hmm. might be doing, adding in more repetitions or decrease the amount of rest time that you're doing in order to focus on that endurance, stamina, conditioning component of that strength portion. So, so many yep. different ways to do that without adding other things in there.
0: Yeah. And this is just really important, just sort of the end of this little part of the discussion is just to remember that, yes, we're talking about making trade offs. And I know that this is antithetical to the mindset of someone that's saying, how can I combine five <laughs> programs into one? But I'm just going to go on and straight out tell you your mindset is wrong. Yes. yes. That's what you're trying to do. You Absolutely. need to know what is important to you. And this is, this is the advice that makes people hate GMB because yeah, I'm telling people that you have to think and you have to be responsible. But this is, again, another adulting 101 lesson here is that life is trade-offs. If you, can't, if you cannot make the trade-off that in order to build my, my base strength and increase my general fitness in that dimension for the next six months... I'm willing, I'm willing to spend a little bit less energy on something else. If you are not a grown up enough person to decide that for yourself, then you deserve what you get when you try to put everything together and fail. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry. That's not nice. Good. But it's true. No, but
1: it's the truth. It's the truth. You're looking at anything, money. You can look at money, you can look at it, it doesn't matter. It's just across the board. That's what it is. It's a matter yeah. of balance. Yeah. And
0: that's it, man. That's good. Yeah. You have to make trade-offs. And yeah. so uh before we kind of get into the specifics here, I just wanna you know say again that this is a, a question that came out of our community of people, you know, that are really, you know, following the podcast and helping us kind of choose the topics that we cover. Uh we, we had a lot of people that, that voted for this topic and asked really specific things, and I think we're gonna answer most of them in the next section. But if this is something that's interesting to you, and if you want us to, if you have different topics or questions you want us to answer, then find our Facebook group. Uh, you can go to gmb.io podcast, and there's a big link to it there, uh, and you can join it. And I just want to say, PSA here, we ask you questions when you try to join it. If you don't answer them, we assume that you are either illiterate or a bot and we don't let you in. So bye bye. yeah, this is a participatory group. It's a, for people that are going to tell us what they want, not for people that are just gonna to be tourists. So if that sounds like you, or you know, if it sounds like you wanting to participate, please join us because we're, we really wanna answer your questions and make all of this stuff work for you, right? All right. Heck yeah, heck yeah. So let's go yes. into some examples
1: some examples okay so we already mentioned this before but really uh sometimes it's not just a matter of following a particular program usually it's actually not and so if you truly are at a point where you're looking at combining other things you have adulted you have taken a step back you really understand what your main focus is you understand what you need you know looking at strength flexibility control and you say all right this thing that i'm going to add is going to help me for the thing that I need. So once again, I wanna say, pick one major thing that you're gonna work on, okay? So the other stuff that you're still doing goes into maintenance mode. We've talked about this in other podcasts, go back, look at this, but basically what we're talking about is making the goal the goal and sticking with that. The other stuff, it's like uh, Andy likes to say, if you're cooking, you've got a pot that's on that front burner, you're focused on that. You still got other stuff on the back burners, but that's on simmer. And you can kind of leave those back there and let them do their thing. Focus on the thing that's right in front of you. So let's go into examples of uh, what we're talking about. So first thing we're going to talk about is martial arts. Okay. There's many different martial arts out there. You can be looking at taekwondo, which is leg focused kicking. You'd be looking at karate, which is of course going to be a little bit different, you know, some high kicks, but usually not so high. Also a lot of different striking arts in there. You can also be looking at Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, looking at the grappling portion of it. Basically, what you need to do is take a look at your martial art and say, all right, what is going on in my martial art and what do I need to focus on? Do I need to focus on strength? Do I need to focus on flexibility? Do I need to focus on control? Now, let's talk a little bit about what that can mean, okay?
0: Right. Now, yeah. how do yeah. you know?
1: How do you know what you need? All right, so. As an example, let's look at Taekwondo. Now Taekwondo, leg based in terms of high kicks, a lot of balance uh, Mm -hmm. involved in that. Of course, there's some striking, but basically you're looking at the legs. Flexibility is obviously going to be a big thing. You're obviously going to be working on flexibility during your Taekwondo class because that's what you have to do in order to do these kicks, but the thing is, is do you have the necessary flexibility in order to allow you to participate in class? So this is a big difference between looking at pure performance versus having the general uh, fitness needs to be able to participate. Okay. This is a big one. And so this is really taking a step back, being realistic. It's not, oh, I want to be world champion. You might just be the fact like, okay, you know, I'm only going to class twice a week. I need to make sure that I can like function during class so they can do the cool shit. So therefore I'm going to focus on my flexibility outside of class. Right. And so
0: this is super important because we ask these, this question to people all the time. Well, what is the main thing you need to improve your Taekwondo, for example? And they'll say, well, You know, Taekwondo is really demanding. Of course, I I need strength. I need flexibility and I need control. I need all of those. You can't ask me to choose. I have to have all of those things. And yeah, we get it. If you want to be the best at Taekwondo in the world, yes, of course you need all of those things. But what we're trying to find out isn't what attributes does Taekwondo use. Yeah, Yeah. we get it. Everything uses everything, okay? But what is the thing that is most limiting you in your practice right now that's the key point what
1: is limiting you and that's really what this comes down to that is what a supplement simply is that is when you combine something you're looking at what are you missing what do you need that goes into the other stuff that you're doing
0: it doesn't mean that it's
1: the Go ahead. What were you
0: going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, I mean, for, for Taekwondo, I mean, like flexibility is an obvious example, but if you've been doing it for 10 years and your flexibility is great, well, then you don't need supplemental flexibility Absolutely. work. You might decide that you need to work on your accuracy and that control is a main thing. Right. And you want to spend your supplemental time doing really, really slow kicks, yep. right? At targets, ironing out all the little details, yeah. making yeah. it smooth, right? Or you might decide that you need to work on your explosive power and you're going to do some jump training and stuff like that. It really depends on what is the thing that's going to take you to the next level at that point. So it's not that, you know, Taekwondo people only need flexibility. We're not saying that. We're right. saying that no. Whatever, wherever you are in whatever martial art, you know, that's right. whatever activity, what is the thing that's going to take you to the next level is another way to look at it. So yeah, absolutely be anything.
1: Yeah. Um, along those lines too, I want to throw this out, out there as well, looking at where your body currently is. And so this is going to change. And so it might not just be simply for you to be able to um, you know, participate in the class or whatnot. It might actually be a truly limiting thing where you're coming off of an injury. And so where you're going to have to focus, even though, you know, let's say, your range of motion isn't quite there yet, it might not be a matter of, flexibility mobility simply of strength because you had an injury where your muscle has atrophied atrophied and so you actually need to focus on strength training for that particular um, place in your body so that you can get back to flexibility work so yeah Uh, let's move on another example uh could be for running okay this might seem obvious It's like okay for running yeah you know i need to stretch and, and you know whatnot but Here's something to throw out at you. Like, where is your limiting factor in your stride or, for example, in your endurance? So, mm-hmm. for example, just because I mentioned ankles, it could be actually you looking at that ankle strength. Okay, what does that mean, okay, for you in that particular Point. And for running, I, I'm, I'm mainly looking at, for example, endurance uh, running, long distance running, things like that. Um, that strength for the ankle, the flexibility for the ankle, or even ankle control, which is something, mm-hmm. again, people might know about it, but they don't practice that control component of it. Right. And this is a big thing. And it doesn't mean running more, it might be stepping back. For example, walking on your toes walking on your toes very slowly. That is a great example of control, but also strength for the ankle. And so sometimes it will be a combination of a few things, but the focus really should just be on a single thing. Okay, And that's why, um, for example, with this running thing, I I was talking about the ankle because that can be a truly limiting factor because as you go over long distance, um, obviously you're going to get tired which means that your form is going to start to break down, which is where you're going to have to be uh, more aware of what, how you are running. And if you don't have that strength, if you don't have that control, that, that's what can lead to injuries. And that's really across the board what we're looking at is, is looking at that limiting factor. It's what is going to help you to be able to continue to do whatever you want to do for longer periods of time, whether that be longer periods of time for an extra 30 minutes, for an extra hour or over the course of your life. Cool. Um, yeah. The next one too. If we're looking at CrossFit, people who do CrossFit. Now, majority of people out there are like, oh, you do CrossFit, you just must be really tight. Okay, sure, you can throw that out there. But I'm going to throw this out there. Looking at actual, you know, strength. And so, what do I mean by this? A common thing that we see, especially in GMB, is when I go teach a seminar, it's typically at a CrossFit gym. And the CrossFit athletes that come to a GMB seminar, there are a couple things that they're looking at besides flexibility. And that is yep. how to do better muscle-ups and chin-ups. So it's, it's kind of a strength thing, but it's more of a control control issue here. And so how can they actually get better with that particular technique with the way that they're using their body in order to do more? Now, in GMB, obviously, we don't encourage – um you know performing tons and tons of reps but the thing is is for us by focusing on what we're teaching with the muscle up and how we do it with the chin-up it actually is going to allow you to perform more repetitions when you're performing your crossfit and so that's right, because a matter it teaches
0: of an efficient uh use of body mechanics to make back. everything work right
1: and that's control and that's what we're after with that so these can just be a couple examples uh, some of the things that you could focus on uh, you can also look at some other things like for example if it were flexibility so better shoulder mobility for uh, Being able to perform your snatch better um, Or maybe another thing with control is uh, handstand walking. So you focus on getting a better handstand In order to help you to have better control when you're actually walking in a handstand. So again, it's looking spe- at specific things and targeting those things, the strength, the flexibility, or the control in order to help you for your main activity.
0: Right, so you have your main thing that you're doing and then you're looking for the themes. You know, like CrossFit's an interesting example because you don't tend to do the same program every day. Right, right, right. yeah. And so you you can't say, well, I want to work on my handstand for this one workout that comes up every <laughs> yeah. two months. Right? Yeah. That's not really a good use of your time. But you might notice that, you know, you do need, you know, your shoulders are a little tight and sometimes, you know, you might be tight in your snatch or when you do have handstands, you have trouble with that. Or, you know, in your muscle up, that transition part is really causing you trouble and you're starting to think that maybe something in your shoulders is part of what's yeah doing that so maybe a little bit of handstand work where you're working on that mobility and control and being able to and strength in that that might be something that does address all of those things that's right yeah if that's the theme that's coming up for you absolutely and And that theme is important right that
1: theme is really important and and again it can hit multiple things across the board which is a very cool thing and if you get that right then you're going to see increased performance uh in everything which is cool right um you know, the one thing also to make sure that you're looking at is when you do decide to combine things and, and add in these supplement movements is that um, look at the intensity over the period of, of a week, okay? And so, for example, you know, let's say you're doing your martial art practice a couple days a week. You're doing it like three days a week. You wouldn't want to add in an intense session um, on those days that you're performing your martial art. You want to make sure that your martial art is, well, let's say you're fresh for your martial art, okay? The opposite days, the other days that you're not doing your martial art should be the days that you're training and adding in some of your supplement work. Now, with that being said, I do realize there are some people who perform their activity every single day. And if that's the case, and you do need to do your particular supplemental work, combining programs on the same day, just understand that the intensity should be different. And especially in the beginning when you first start adding things in, you don't want to go gung-ho into this thing. You want to start off slow. You want to understand also that anything that you add is going to affect the thing that you're currently doing. So there's going to have to be a balance. And so for example, if you do add in a session on the days that you do your martial art, understand that that day's martial art, if you do it after your training, isn't going to be at a high le- uh, very high level compared to the other days. And so right. just have that understanding and work up to being able to bring that back to that level slowly.
0: Right, and you, know, you can get as granular as you want with things. I mean, in general, uh, the body responds best to technique before speed, right. speed before power, power before strength, strength before endurance. Yes. And this is both within a session Mm-hmm. over the course of a week and over the course of macro cycles too. Now, we're not saying that you shouldn't do any endurance early in the week. Yeah. But if you do a really intense endurance workout on Monday, don't expect to do your very best technical work on Tuesday.
1: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That's just
0: something that you need to take into account. And it's just the way it is. You do your best technical work, your best speed work when you're well-rested, when your nervous system is sort of reset You know, and so this can also help you if you have different things you're trying to do within the week. You know, even if you do go to a martial arts class six times a week, right, Mm -hmm. and you don't get to control what's on the agenda. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can still try to focus on doing things smoothly earlier in the week. Right, right. Work on trying to add a little more power after that then later in the week you might work on just you know your breathing and your endurance and that kind of thing towards the end of the week you can do that you can focus within these activities too and that's something that you can keep in mind but you do have to monitor you know your intensity overall as well uh you know most people cannot handle more than two hard days a week yeah it's just, it's yeah. especially if you have another, if you have a life outside of that. Now, we're not saying it's impossible. We're not saying people don't. Sure. Ryan and I and Jarlo yeah. and most of our coaches have. Yeah, I hit it we've, really hard. Yeah. We've had times where we did hard every day.
1: Yeah, literally like every day. Uh-huh.
0: But we didn't just start doing that. Yeah. We worked up to that over years of training three and four hours a day. And then we got to the point where we could hit it hard every night at, in the dojo, because that was what we had taught ourselves to be able to handle. Yeah, and along even with the then, recovery, right. Yeah. yeah, and even then, it took a lot of dedicated recovery work the next, that night and the next morning and, and at, to be able to make it work. So it's not something that you, don't look at examples of people that are doing incredible amounts of high intensity work and saying, well, they can do it, so obviously it's possible, I want to do that. It takes a long time of training to be able to do that without hurting yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's a great example of what you're talking about on a macro level of looking at throughout the week. Okay, and you also look at that on a micro level, and that's exactly what we do in GMB mm-hmm. is when we use with the five P's, and so kind of a good lead into our next topic and, and how it kind of relates to what we're doing, and so that's on
0: looking at you know
1: balancing these skills. Uh, skill development while maintaining the other things we've already talked about a little bit of that and so again making this skill the main thing now in terms of how we can do that and look at making sure that we're programming the way that we work out based on you know making sure that the skill is the focus making sure that we have the proper energy uh, devoted to that skill, we use the what we call the five piece. And so, you know, the first thing is our prep phase. And so this is where we're looking at the, the warm-up, if you will, where we're preparing the body to, body to be able to do the work that we're going to do throughout the session. And so then this, this could be your mobility and your flexibility. Now, if we're looking at this and we're wanting to combine things into a current program. As I go through this, think about, for example, the flexibility, think about the strength, think about the control and the places within the five P's that you can actually add things in there. And I'm talking like that one little thing in order to help you for whatever current program you're doing. I'm gonna give some other examples down the the line here, specific programming, how that works. But basically, once again, looking at the mobility for that particular skill. Then the next thing you're going to do is practice that skill. And again, we practice the skill at the very beginning because we want to practice at the highest level possible when we're fresh. And so similar to what Andy was saying at the beginning of the week is when you want to, you know, focus on when you have the most energy and you're going to be able to um, do those things very well at a high level. And so gradually work down the line. And so the next thing for us would be play. And this could be where you're trying out new things. Uh, and then moving it to push. And push, this is where you really hit it hard. And, for example, you know, implementing other training protocols uh, within there. And then the final thing, of course, is ponder. And we can get to ponder here in a little bit. But that can ponder goes beyond just simply thinking about your session. It could also be where you're doing it breath work. It could be your meditation, things like that. So looking at some examples, let's go back to uh, a person who does CrossFit and see how this could work in. And so let's say that this particular person, their main goal right now, their focus to help their CrossFit is looking at the muscle up and they want to be able to do more muscle ups. And they understand that they're having trouble with the transition component of that muscle up. This is a control issue. And so obviously because this is a control issue, they want to spend time focusing purely on that transition and performing it at a very, very high level. So that's going to be their practice component of it. This is shoulder based. And so what we're going to do is during the prep portion, focus just on that shoulder mobility add in some exercises to help open up the shoulders. It's obviously gonna help as long with the snatches and some of the other overhead movements that they might be doing. Now during that practice, when they're working on the muscle up, they're not just cranking things out. They're doing one transition, focusing on a level that's gonna allow them to do this as beautifully as possible because the better they can focus on doing that, the better off they're gonna be down the road when they're cranking out muscle ups. So they'll practice that a bit, making sure to take longer breaks in between so that they're fresh to practice that their play can then be maybe handstand walking okay now it might seem a little random in there but the thing again is they're not just trying to practice so much on they're just doing a little bit and having fun with it this actually is kind of a way of practicing but not quite the intensity that they're going to be focusing on when they're practicing the transition for the muscle up now they can do all of this before the wad, before that day's workout of the day. So what is that wad going to be? Well, it's going to be different every day, but that's their push for that particular day. And this is how they can combine other components within that single day's session and include right. that particular workout that they're going to be doing. So they do their particular CrossFit workout of the day during the push section and ponder. They think about, okay, how, how was that? How did I feel? How's the shoulders going? You know. Then they can do, like I mentioned before, they can maybe add in some breath work, they can do some meditation or whatnot. Now, that's kind of a uh, an example of a specific single session. And using the CrossFitter, I think, is a pretty good example because there's a lot of different stuff going on in there. Now, yeah. um, I'm going to give you an example of me real quick about how I'm doing things because I've got GMB, I've got my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I've got my hiking that's going on. Now, I don't have a s- separate sessions for each of those things. Now, years ago, the only thing I did was GMB. That was my job. I needed to be Mr. GMB. So that was my focus. The cool thing is now is that the GMB that I use, the way that I use GMB is to help for the activities that I'm doing in my life. And so it's basically helping me for BJJ and for hiking. And the thing is, is I'm not trying to cram a bunch of stuff in there. I'm focusing on one theme and I cycle it. And so, for example, right now, my main theme is strength. And so, for example, on the days that I'm not out hiking, I'm focusing on my leg strength. But that doesn't mean that I'm only doing leg stuff, okay? I'm also looking at upper body, but that's maintenance mode. And so I'm focusing on specific strength building in my legs to be able to handle the load that I need when I'm hiking. Okay. It's a very broad way of looking at it, but it actually simplifies things very, it makes it easier because I don't have to worry about a bunch of other stuff. Okay. I just, I go and I know exactly what I do. I hit it hard on the days that I need to hit it. And then I go do my activities and it's actually pretty refreshing because it allows me both mentally and physically to enjoy it more. So, right. by this adding is really more important. stuff, yeah, by adding more stuff, yeah, adding more stuff is not, doesn't equate to better. In my right. world, to be perfectly honest, I want to do less but have a better result. So, I want to be more efficient in everything that I'm doing. And so, this is what programming really is about. A good coach is not going to throw everything into the mix, no. they should look at exactly what you need right now and make it as easy as possible for you to get the desired result. That's really what we're talking about is when you combine things, looking exactly what you need, and only adding in that single spice that's going to make that dish taste even better. That's really what we're after when we're doing.
0: This. Right. And that's something, like you said, is really important in programming. It's Yes, it's what exercises are included in the programs, but equally important is which ones are not included in the program. Right. 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 And right. Yes. Yes. Very, very good. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's really important to know what you're not going to do that's going to allow you to focus on stuff that's more important and is going yes. to be better for you. Yeah. And that's great. If you can go into a session, uh, you can go into your strength session and you know, you don't have to work on stepping mechanics. Exactly. You don't have to work on your endurance. You don't need to worry about any of that stuff. You don't need to work on your ankle mobility. That's right. Cause you're doing right. those on different times. This is just a yeah. strength session. Just do your deadlifts, exactly. do your other things. Right. So that's it. Yeah.
1: And, and again, you know, for those of you listening, remember it doesn't mean that you're not going to do those other things. It's, it's how you're organizing these things in order to right. be able to continue doing it. And you're looking at it on a macro and a micro scale. So the macro of this, again, is cycles, okay? During this particular block of time, my time in this case, we're talking weeks, possibly months, it has a specific theme, okay? And then later you can come back to that other theme and focus on that. But trying to cram everything in at the same time is really not gonna give you the desired results. It's it's no. a matter of being very focused on what you want to do, trusting in that process, and then just simply doing the work. That's what's really going to happen and help you with that. Uh, be an adult and just accept that the trade-offs are necessary. You've got to do that. That's what it really comes down to. Absolutely. And again, like I just said, you know, sometimes trying to combine a full program on top of another. In fact, let me rephrase that. Don't combine multiple programs. I'm just going to say that. It's going to take away you know, the purpose of why each program was created. It's going to muddy the waters. I, I say that a lot. And, you know, you don't want to do that. You want to have a specific focus. And then on top of that, you might add in one or two little supplement things focusing on either strength, flexibility, or control.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, kind of wrap things up. Remember, I mean, I gave you an example of how you can use the five P's to help you organize things. Um, we do have a full article, you know, look up the GMB method, just mm-hmm. type in GMB fitness method. Uh, there's a big article that goes over, you know, the five P's, AAA framework, auto-regulation, and a lot of other things that we cover. But the thing is, really, it just comes down to um, being very focused. And then if you don't know, ask. That's right. another thing. That's really
0: important. So yeah. And so if you're still not convinced after all of you know, listening to us talk that you know, combining everything is a bad idea, I want you to try an experiment. And I want you to go into your kitchen and get the biggest bowl you have and put it on your stove. And then I want you to open your refrigerator and take out each item in your refrigerator and put just a little bit of it into that bowl, everything no excuses. I want an egg. I want some ketchup. I want some butter. I want some tomatoes, some mushrooms, a little bit of beef, a little bit of chicken, a little bit of that leftover stroganoff from last week, oh, yeah. leftovers from lunch yesterday. Take a little bit of everything. I mean, all of this is important. All of this is food, right? All of this is sustenance. All of it is good for you. You should be eating all of these things. So I want you to take a little bit of everything and put it in that bowl right, heat it up, let it simmer, get all the flavors just kinda like mix it around in there, right? And you know, and tell me if you wanna put that in your mouth. (laughs) Anytime you're talking about combining programs, looking at like recipes, like I always, I always think of this, like a program is like a recipe, right? So if you take a lasagna recipe, great. If you have like an oatmeal raisin cookie recipe, great. Now don't try to take the ingredients in both of those recipes, put them together and make oatmeal raisin damn lasagna. Just don't ever do this. Right? This is what is happening when you try to combine multiple programs. Just don't do it. I can't stress oh, this enough. It's a uh, bad idea.
1: That is a horrible idea. So, uh, we're going to leave you with a bonus, a bonus tip. Okay? Now, this bonus tip is just really – the main goal here is just simply to help you to keep from trying to combine a whole lot of different stuff. And so this bonus tip is just simply to let you know, if you feel that there's something that you need to work on, okay? Let's say, um, and we're going to keep it simple. Let's just look at mobility. That's it, mobility. So think about one place in your body, a specific, specific body part that, that you feel that you need better flexibility or mobility in, okay? Go into the Google, type in GMB Fitness, and then after that, put in a body part. Ankles, knee, shoulder, hips. Now, there's going to be an article that's going to pop up. GMB hip mobility. Great. Add in one of those movements from that article, which there's going to be a video, tons of videos in there, big article on explaining everything. Pick one single movement. That's it. And just add that in there. If you want to supplement, that's how you do it. And add it to your current session. Do it on a different day, just as a standalone thing. But that's it. See how that goes. Just do that. That's probably going to be good enough.
0: Yep, absolutely. So remember, uh, keep supplemental training supplemental. Keep your main thing your main thing. And uh, yeah. All right. That's it. Oatmeal lasagna for the win. All right. Thanks for listening. (laughs)